Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Jazzcast Pros. Good morning and welcome back to High Vibe Table Talks. Today was an amazing conversation that we had over in our current mastermind. Is the life of an entrepreneur constant shedding? Is it constant growth and evolving onto the next one? Does it ever just like happen? (laughs) My word for the year is nourish. And part of reflecting back on the quarter was what did I nourish this quarter? I nourished my business and I nourished my voice and I did it in a really curious way. How does that feel? How do I want to show up? How does that look? And while I do see the power in setting goals, moving towards them, and this quarter has really shown me how powerful following your rainbow can be, letting go into the faith, ask for the help, and you can get more than you ever could have imagined. We have grown immensely. Like, more exponentially than I could have guessed by just adding building block one. None of that was in my vision from the start of quarter three. But I followed the breadcrumbs. I listened to my gut. I cried it out when I had to shed what I thought it should have been. And now we're here. I talk about a goal that I'm crushing that literally was not even on my list when this quarter started, which is crazy. We talk about what I did amazing, what I was terrible at, and make sure you stay because there may have been some tears shed towards the end. (laughs) So let's dive into this episode. If you're a woman contemplating your next move, you found the perfect podcast to empower your self-growth journey. Welcome to High Vibe Table Talks, the podcast to help you, the cautiously ambitious woman, remove mental barriers and take action now so that you can achieve your high vibe desires. I'm Rashan, your high vibe curator, cheerleader, and accountability partner. With High Vibe Table Talks, we tackle the mental barriers and blocks that are preventing you from taking the next steps towards your high vibe. Subscribe to High Vibe Table Talks podcast on the Jazzcast Pros Network. It's high time you activated your high vibes. Are you ready to put your dreams on the front burner? Come take a seat at the High Vibe Masterminds. A Harvard study shows that you are 95% more likely to achieve your goals when surrounded by others going after their goals. In one hour a week, you'll see real transformation through support, accountability, and inspiration. Learn more at highvibecowork.com. We start October 16th. And remember, big dreams and small steps can transform your life. Hello and welcome back to High Vibe Table Talks. This is your host, Marshawn Hargrave, and today we are going to dive into quarter three reflecting. So I had a call yesterday in my community where we reflected back on quarter three and what our goals were and what we accomplished and some lessons from the week. It was a really enlightening and exciting call and very high vibe. And there are some things that came from that call with me and my business that I think Um, can be really impactful and I wanted to share here. 
I built this business on small steps are the way to transform your life and so much can change in a short amount of time. On our calls in my groups, we set out on Mondays two to three things that you want to accomplish that week that you want to be held accountable for that are moving the needle forward towards your North Star goal. On Friday, we talk about how did you do, what are some lessons, and you know, we do a weekly reflection. And with this methodology in the 10 weeks that we go, you have taken 20 to 30 steps towards your goal in a quarter. 30 steps towards your goal in one quarter. And that really is the foundation of the business. And as a business owner, sometimes it is easier to reflect that onto others. And so yesterday was a really nice reminder that I need to do that for my business as well. So we'll start with the first one. One of the prompts was, what are your quarter three goals and how did you do with them? This one was really interesting to me because I failed at like all my goals. (laughs) It was a really vulnerable yet exciting thing for me to ponder because when the quarter started, I had just released my first episode. Like first episode came out the week before quarter three. And at the time of recording this episode, I have over 800 downloads. It's currently 807. And in the last week, I've had almost 150 downloads in the last seven days. When I started quarter three, I had one episode. I knew that one of my goals was to grow the podcast and see where it could go. So I'm not necessarily saying that failed at that, but I didn't have any tangible numbers around it because it was still brand new. I did have numbers attached to my online platform and my online community that I was building using Mighty Networks. I was hosting my online community using Mighty Networks. This quarter, after doing a lot of reflecting, brainstorming, crying, (laughs) I let go of Mighty Networks. It was not growing the way that I had hoped. There was a lot of friction around it. It was hard to grow. And I'm not saying that growth isn't hard in any way that you do it, but really sitting back and looking at it, it just wasn't to the point where I had really hoped with all the effort that I was putting in. So when I do look back and think to myself, how did you do with your goals? I did shitty, honestly. And I feel so good about it, which is definitely different For me, I am an Enneagram 3. I'm all about accomplishments and achievements, which double-edged sword. You know, if anyone is familiar with Enneagram, there are great things about any number. So this podcast was not on my list of goals quantitatively. You know, I was like, oh, this I'm going to see where this goes. But it has completely transformed in this past quarter. This upcoming quarter and my plans for quarter one are so huge. I cannot wait to show share more with you. And when I'm really honest with myself, my business, I processed through those emotions. I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. And I really feel that. I followed my intuition, what felt right, what my zone of genius was telling me. I delegated. And as I'm writing this, I just got chills thinking about where I am with this podcast. It's it's pretty crazy in all the best ways. So another lesson that really came from this quarter is delegation fosters synergy. I plan on going more in depth with this specific process with my coach on a future episode, 
but the editing and post-production part of my podcast, along with a lack of industry knowledge, really held me back in creating a podcast and starting it for years. Uh, This microphone that I'm speaking into sat on that shelf for, I think, two years, and I recorded some and dabbled and played, you know, and, and did some research, but... Now that I delegated the task to my incredible podcast coach, Jazzy T, on the Jazzcast Pros Network, it really is the reason why I will probably be at a thousand downloads when this episode airs in a little over three months. Like, it's wild. Synergy is one plus one equaling more than two. And with our synergy, me and Jazzy T, one plus one has equaled over a thousand. We have been able to impact a thousand people's ears and brains. I also delegated my business planning. So I used Romella from Conversance Business Solutions, who was a podcast sponsor a couple um, episodes ago, and she really helped me with my business plan. In both instances, I didn't hand everything off. It wasn't total like delegation. It was synergy. It was a creative synergistic process between both of us, both of us doing the parts that we know that we're good at to create something incredible. And with my business plans, I've been able to apply for grants, apply for loans. I've really honed in on my messaging and my unique value proposition and all the things that writing that business plan really forced me to and pushed me to focus on. She pushed me to get my MWBE, which I got my certification this quarter, to get my business bank account in order. So really delegating and allowing others to help me has truly grown my business so much. The things that I have gained because I have released the need to do it all on my own, let others help me invest in the parts of my business that need investing in, and some blind faith (laughs) that it would take me where I wanted to go this quarter has just been incredible. I really do, reflecting back on this quarter, feel so empowered at the moment. When I got back from Denver and the podcasting movement conference, my head was swirling. With everything that I learned, I felt like it was all over the place and it just needed to explode with all the things that I learned and that I wanted to do. I felt like I needed to do all of the things yesterday or I was coming away from that conference doing nothing. It was definitely an all or nothing feeling and it was very overwhelming. So I leaned on my community and I asked for an energy exchange with someone to help me brainstorm. So I actually sat down with Hannah from last week's episode and I brain dumped and word vomited at her about everything I took from the conference and all of the things I wanted to do, all of the, like just all of the things. And she was amazing. She wrote everything down and it really is so powerful to sit down with someone and say, let me get everything that's going on in my crazy brain out into the world and can you help me take these Lego blocks and make something out of it? So with her guidance and help, we really honed in on the three things that I could do quickly. September was step one. I wanted to add digital video marketing to my podcast. People find podcasts on YouTube and TikTok and Instagram. If you really want to grow your listeners, I really think adding video is a big building block of that. Since adding video to my marketing, I have not had one day 
Okay, let me just say this because this is like for marketers out there, for podcasters out there. Since adding video to my marketing, there has not been one day since the first day I released it where I have not had double-digit listeners to my podcast. Before that, my release date has always been Wednesdays. Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays would be a good number of people. You know, Wednesdays and Thursdays would be the highest. Fridays would be a handful. Saturdays, Sundays, Mondays, Tuesdays would be, for the most part, zero new downloads of the podcast. And I expected that. I understood that. That's part of what it is. Since September 17th, I have had at least 10 downloads every single day. Most days I hit 15 downloads and my highest day was over 30. That was almost three weeks ago. I have dipped my toe into video marketing. I am no expert. I am not. I just have a process that I was like, all right, we're, we're going to see where this goes. And I just put it out there. It's not perfectly curated. It's not like all the other ones that you see on TikTok that have the noise and the this. It is just 30 to 60 second snippet, video snippets of my episodes that I'm putting on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube shorts. It's out there and it's working. If you've been thinking about starting a podcast and you want to include interviews with people across town, Riverside.fm offers unbelievable high-quality recordings regardless of your or your guest internet quality. And it also gives you separate audio and video tracks for each person speaking. And unlike Zoom, you don't have to install anything on your computer and your guests don't either. Head over to Riverside.fm and use promo code JazzyCast to get 60 free minutes of recording and 15% off a membership plan. The link is in the show notes. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It is working. Will I get better? Will it transform over next quarter, next six months, next year, of course. But that was one stepping stone that I could do. And I did it in September. October is going to be my next step. I would like to do some additional content for the podcast. I don't want to share too much because I'm still figuring out exactly what it looks like. But adding more content was a lesson I took from the conference. And that's what I want to add to my podcast, to my business in October. November and December is where we get a little crazy, but I am so amped up about it. I'm so excited. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait to share. But the point is, is that I came back. I brain dumped with someone in my community said, this is all the stuff. Can you help me put the Lego pieces together? And we found three Lego pieces said, these are the next steps. The rest will figure out. And we have grown immensely, like more exponentially than I could have guessed by just adding building block one. None of that was in my vision from the start of quarter three, but I followed the breadcrumbs. I listened to my gut. I cried it out when I had to shed what I thought it should have been. And now we're here. 
And the shedding really was this release. So speaking of crying it out, like I mean that shit. I truly mean it. Cry, scream, journal, brain dump, yell, feel those feelings. Back at the beginning of the year, I had these visions of what Mighty Networks was going to be. And even at the beginning of the quarter, I was like, all right, we're going to keep going with this goal and we're just going to keep trying. And when I really stepped back and looked at where I was with the effort I was putting in, I had to let those go. Now, here I sit feeling so much freedom, so much space for what's next, but I had to process those feelings. As I was talking with someone about Mighty Networks and and really figuring out what that looked like and where I wanted it to go, she was like, "I, I don't quite get why you're hanging on to this. Like, it just doesn't fit. As soon as she said it, I started crying. It wasn't like a sadness. I wasn't like upset at her. It just was a processing of all of the pent-up emotion. I'm a crier, (laughs) so it doesn't take much for me to cry, and that's how I had to process those feelings. And when I did, like 24 to 48 hours after I had that, like, good cry session, I felt so much freedom and space for what is next. But I had to process those feelings to get there. When you don't process them or ignore them... It's like you take a beach ball and you're trying to hold it underwater in a pool. It's just going to pop up somewhere else. So there was some shedding and I am so grateful for that shedding. And it was hard. One of the things I said during it, it was like, I, I can't figure out if I'm trying to hold on to this for my ego. There was an ego check that was in there. And I think part of processing the emotions is separating those from the logic And understanding that emotions are emotions and logic is logic and those can get very intertwined and sometimes we do need to process them separately. And as I said earlier, sometimes it is going with your gut, which feels emotional. And so it's a practice and it's a muscle of understanding what is ego, what is emotion, what is logical, and really using all of those. I think they are all important, but understanding how to use them to grow your business. While I feel really good about that, I feel very proud of myself, it also feels like, is the life of an entrepreneur constant shedding? Is it constant growth and evolving onto the next one? Does it ever just like happen? (laughs) And I think those are two sides of the same coin and I feel amazing and I'm going to sit with that because I'm proud of myself, but I did have to go deep. My word for the year is nourish. And part of reflecting back on the quarter was, what did I nourish this quarter? I nourished my business and I nourished my voice. The podcast feels like an obvious nourishment of my voice, but I did nourish my inner voice as well. I let her speak and I listened to her. I read more than ever before and not just for growth education, which I do love to read on, but I read for pleasure. Previously, there were many years where I would read maybe one or two books a year, especially previously when I read specifically self-growth books, I read like a chapter and then I digest and I analyze and understand how that can impact my life. So it just takes longer to read books like that. So previously, there were many years I would read one, maybe two books a year. I read six books in July. There were books that I read in like 48 hours. And I did see a study talking about how when you read for, when someone reads fiction, it decreases their like stress level by a significant 
percentage. Um, And so that felt really good to nourish my brain and the space that I need to decompress from the like intensity that is entrepreneurship, especially in growth mode. I also nourished my creativity. This podcast was an extension of that. um, And I did it in a really curious way. How does that feel? How do I want to show up? How does that look? Simply just asking the questions, not needing an answer or anything specifically, but really nourishing the question asking. I nourished my space. I decluttered the house quite a bit. Yesterday, if you are watching any snippets from this episode, you'll see that my background looks a little bit different. Yesterday, I really like redid this whole space and it feels so good. I shared some behind the scenes of decluttering and some um, of the things that I added to my office, to my IG stories. Definitely head over there if you're not following me yet. But I redid this space and one of the ideas around it was, if you've seen any previous videos of me, I had a lot of post-its. I had my big dry erase calendar. I had my big tripod with my big post-its where I would do a lot of brainstorming. And it was full of things that needed to be done or taken action on. Where I wanted it to be is that I wanted a space where I could live in the idea of being not doing. That has been a big topic uh, in my community. How could I be overdoing? Um, Our society puts a lot of emphasis on all the things that we're doing. And we're a goal-centered and focused community. And we need to also bring the being to that side of us as well. So I wanted the space to feel nourished in the idea that I can just be. I still have the rocker for my daughter's nursery, so that's over here so I can just rock. I added a paint by numbers so that I can keep my hands busy while my brain is working. I added some greenery. The vibe is what I needed. I'm going to show, again, a behind the scenes on my Instagram. Head over there. But I am so happy to be recording here today. Like, I have spent a lot of time, like, doing work in front of the TV or at the kitchen counter because like my office was fine, but it just wasn't what I needed it to be. And I felt so pulled to be here this morning and that feels really good. Another way I nourished myself was with my garden and I nourished my garden. I grew some really cool stuff this year. I learned a lot of lessons. I nourished others with my garden, whether giving them fruits and veggies. Um, We had friends come over and all the kids like ran through the garden and picked stuff off the plants and ate them. And I hosted two farm to table events where I took all ingredients from my garden and made three course meals out of most of the stuff from my garden. And those were so soul filling. I curated beautiful events. We broke bread. We poured into each other. We laughed and it was everything I wanted it to be for both of them. It was amazing. I nourished my relationship with my family. I became an aunt to a newborn this quarter. I was a good mom this quarter. Rowan and I spent a lot of time together. As a family, we laughed a lot. We created a lot of memories. We spent a lot of time outside together. I was there when she jumped into the deep end for the first time. Watching her be brave through that was like... Sorry. I was so proud of her. 
Man. I told you I cry easily. Pride as a parent is just something different. Whew. I was there the first time she rode her bike without training wheels. The three of us just sat out and enjoyed each other's company and read on our back porch a lot. It was a really good summer. So overall, I would say nourishment was met this summer. If I think about like the wheel that is Mershon as a human being, I nourished most parts, not all. So that's something to take into quarter four. Goal setting is really interesting, you know, especially when you start to reflect. It can feel black and white. It can feel like a pass-fail. And while I do see the power in setting goals, moving towards them, (laughs) my business is kind of built on that. But I think one of the things I've done is really bring in the human element of that. And this quarter has really shown me how powerful following your rainbow can be, following your intuition, letting go into the faith that if you're pulled towards something, go in that direction. Ask for the help and you can get more than you ever could have imagined. We are full of energy. We are full of light. We are full of good things that we're put here to do and to grow into and the universe wants us to win. As we were talking about this yesterday, we talked about faith and courage and those are two foundational pieces into entrepreneurship, but you know, just life in general. The other building block is persistence. Persistence to keep going, going after the rainbow, keep following the faith, persistence to keep that courage, hold on to that courage. So I will wrap this up with the encouragement to reflect back on what you've done. What did your quarter look like? Tomorrow in the community, which will have already passed when you listen to this, but we're doing a goal setting and planning for quarter four, which will be amazing. Don't forget the piece to reflect back on what you've done. The way that we started it in our group was to go back to your calendar. It's a really nice way to jog your memory. Just look at the meetings that you had. Look at the things that were in your calendar over the past quarter because it is so easy to forget, especially in a busy season like summer. Very on the go, filled with lots of places and things to do. I didn't realize that my podcast really started this quarter when we sat down. I had my first meeting with my business coach for my business plan this quarter. I met with the Entrepreneur College for the first time this quarter. And so that was a really cool place to start, just seeing when those meetings started showing up in your calendar. My other encouragement to you is to follow the rainbow. The goals can be a good North Star, but we're always getting new information. And don't let that new information or have blinders on so hyper-focused on your goal that you don't take that new information in as an option to evaluate or pivot or grow differently. I can't imagine where I'd be if I hadn't said yes to the rainbow that is High Vibe Table Talks, if I hadn't said yes to Jazzy. Hey, if you like this episode, check out Getting Real with Bossy, where we chat about what it's like to be a woman business owner. You'll hear interviews with women who are doing what it takes to succeed and the reality of what that looks like. We cover all the topics, figuring out the rules and regulations, navigating business partnerships, even if that's your spouse, motherhood while running a business, working within your values, and all the ups and downs of being the boss. Are you ready to get real? Pop over to our podcast, Getting Real with Bossy. 
Thank you so much for listening to this episode, for bearing with me through my tears. As I mentioned, I really encourage you to reflect on your quarter because I think it's so impactful to you and your growth. Also implore you to delegate something. It can literally change your life. Last but not least, celebrate a victory. It can be big, it can be small, it can be anywhere in between. I would love to hear some wins you had from this quarter. Please share those with me. I love celebrating with you. I love seeing the cool shit that everyone's doing. Um, You can DM me on Instagram or LinkedIn, or if you're listening on Spotify, they now have a new place where you can leave a comment. I'll put up a poll right under the episode. You can also send me an email at highvibecowork at gmail.com. I love interacting with you and hearing all the incredible things you're doing. So until next time, remember that big dreams and small steps can transform your life. If you did enjoy this episode, make sure you subscribe to High Vibe Table Talks and we will see you all next week because it's high time you go after your high vibe.